Our world and the way we view it is shaped by the way we see ourselves, which means that every interaction, conversation, and relationship are a direct reflection of what's going on inside of us. We are attracted to what we know. There's comfort and familiarity, even if what we are experiencing is painful. We are drawn to both the positive and negative aspects of ourselves, which shows up in every relationship. Are you aware of how this shows up in your relationships? Stay with me, and I'll give you some examples and a personal story to see if you can relate. Hi, I'm Brenda Reese, freedom and forgiveness coach, and a person just like you that is learning to navigate life and all of its challenges. I teach a forgiveness process like no other. It's a blend of practical and spiritual forgiveness. This process guides you into knowing how unforgiveness can be keeping you stuck in your relationships, both personally and professionally, and how it prevents you from releasing resentment and finding joy. Each week, I share practical and some not-so-practical tips, tools, and advice from myself and other people that are on this journey just like us. This is for you if you are ready to turn your pain into peace. Welcome to the Forgive Yourself Podcast. You may not understand it at first, but through an excavation process, your inner wise self, which you may know as the quiet voice inside your head, will help you recognize that something unresolved within you is manifesting outside of you in a relationship. Do you remember me saying quite a few times that relationships offer growth and healing? This is what I mean by that. You can give yourself a beautiful gift by taking the time to see these relationships as a reflection of yourself. Okay, I know you're going, all right, Brenda, there is no flipping way that I'm like my ex or my mother or father or boss or friend. You know, I'm not an asshole like some of those people. All right, yet I ask you to hear me out and I'll give you some examples and I'll tell you a personal story of what I learned about me in my last relationship that was really a hard one. The mirror of relationship shows us that what we react to strongly in another person arises from something uncomfortable within us that needs recognition and healing. Now, if you've heard me give a talk or taken any of my classes, you hear me say it this way. When we react strongly towards someone else and or their behavior, it is something that we have denied, repressed, and rejected about ourselves, which is manifesting for us right in front of us through the other person or persons that are irritating us to be able to recognize it and make the choice to heal it or not. It's a choice, but we cannot make that choice unless we are aware of it. Deepak Chopra calls this one of the most valuable allies on the spiritual path because the reflection always tells the truth. Now, some people prefer to look away from the reflection, yet they lose the opportunity to find out who they really are when they look away. Remember that our beliefs and patterns are running subconsciously, and this is the way that we can learn to see them. But fear and self-doubt make it hard to look at our own reflections, doesn't it? The good news is that the fear and self-doubt can dissolve as we learn the tools of awareness, which just happens to be the first pillar in my arc of forgiveness process. 
So what if we could learn to look into this mirror and make any reflection a win-win? What a win-win could be is that either the reflection is showing you something positive or something that could benefit from being worked on. When we are willing to see it that way, a win-win, relationships deliver truths that are invaluable and everyone we relate to can become a source of gratitude. Okay, you may not think that's true, but let me give you an example by sharing a very vulnerable and personal story with you. You've heard me talk about my ex and the reason I talk about him and that relationship is because it had so much growth for me. It's flipping insane how much growth was in that relationship. Can you relate? So let me tell you a story. It was the ninth year of my former marriage. One of those marriages that was fraught with abuse and chaos. But we were the perfect match in that chaos because, see, he was angry and controlling and I was codependent. Being a good codependent, I worked tirelessly to not cause waves so I could be everything I could be for him. Making sure all his needs were met, making sure he was always comfortable, having everything in its place just the way he liked it. Not causing any waves. I had learned from a young age not to cause waves, because if I caused waves, I would get in trouble, and then I wouldn't be loved. Did any of you learn that from a young age? Well, one day, I started noticing a difference in his behavior. Something wasn't right. I was getting one of those intuitive nudges, you know, those ones in your gut, and I found myself wondering, is there someone else? He told me no, but I felt conflicted because of that nudge, you know? So I did what most women I know would do. I went looking for I thought what might be happening, and I found it. My heart plummeted. I was in shock. I couldn't breathe. Then the deep sobbing started asking myself, what did I do wrong? Oh, could I have done something different? Do, do I not even matter? And in my pain, I was desperate to get away. So I got in my car, not knowing where I was going, just knowing I needed to be anywhere but there. I found myself on a two-lane road, feeling so distraught, in gut-wrenching pain tears streaming down my face, not knowing what to do with this pain, because I couldn't be in it, yet I didn't know how to get out of it. And then I noticed this semi-truck coming towards me in the other lane, and it just made sense. Maybe that would ease my pain. And as I started to drive towards that truck in that other lane, Something guided the steering wheel in the other direction, away from the truck. My hands were on the wheel, but it wasn't me that did it. And as I slowed to a stop on the side of the road, not knowing what had just happened, I felt my tears start to subside as I heard the words, I've got you. I've got you. It was at that moment that I had a deep knowing that I did matter, and that now I had some choices I needed to make. 
See, I had spent my life giving away my power in this relationship and actually prior relationships. And what that looked like for me was making him a priority over me, taking on his dreams and setting mine aside, not being able to set boundaries and stick up for myself, and not taking responsibility for my own thoughts and feelings. It wasn't him doing that. I did that. And this woke me up. This awareness woke me up. It was time to make some changes. And changes I made. I'd like to share with you in this episode the three examples of what I learned in this relationship. I learned that relationships are for growth and healing, like I shared. This is the one that helped me understand this. They aren't all Hollywood or fairy tales, which, you know, I was really disappointed about, by the way, because I was reading all the romance novels, you know, and I thought that this was going to be different. But no, relationships are actually mirrors for us. Relationships are so important because they show us things about ourselves that we can't otherwise see. If you want to know what you dislike about yourself, simply look at what annoys you about the people who come into your life. Look into the mirror they provide. If you seem to attract angry people into your life, you may not have dealt with some anger of your own. And that's what I found for myself around anger. It was after I left the marriage and living in a small rundown apartment because that's all I could afford when I was fixing a drawer in a press board desk. Now those are those really thick boards and I hit my thumb with the hammer instead of the nail. Okay, you guys, I know you're cringing because we've all done that. And all of a sudden I got raging angry almost in a blackout kind of way, and I ripped that desk apart. A few minutes later, I found myself crying and laughing and feeling this relief going, whoa, wow, I had all that bottled up inside me. Pretty crazy, right? Then it made sense. Oh, I was working to keep all that anger inside by not causing waves. And even though my ex had his own stuff around anger, that's his own responsibility. It was also a reflection for me of what I was denying and repressing about my anger. Now, the other reflection was about the betrayal. When we think of relationships as mirrors, they aren't necessarily exact mirrors. The betrayal in my relationship wasn't so much about the other person, but a way to get my attention so that I could see where was I betraying myself. This was probably one of the biggest ahas to date, because by giving away my power, by not speaking up, by putting my dreams on hold, it was self-betrayal. I had not been allowing myself to show up in the world and be the light I came here to be. And by getting curious about this reflection, I was able to uncover parts of me that I had buried, which enabled me to start showing up and being present to life, knowing that my contribution matters. And the third reflection for me was the control. Remember, he was controlling and I was codependent. It was fascinating to look at his controlling behavior and realizing that the reflection back to me was in me trying to control my environment and people around me. That's what I was doing by not causing waves, thinking that I could keep everyone happy and then I would get what I needed, love, 
and safety. It was for safety. And as a way to protect myself, also, from the unknown. I thought that the more I could control the unknown, the less I would be hurt. Do you relate to that at all? When we have gone through abuse in our younger years, this can be a way for us to try and protect ourselves. That did not work out so well. And I'm grateful for the reflection so I could learn to have more trust in myself and that voice that I heard in the car that day. I do want to say that when I talk about these reflections, it isn't condoning bad behavior or taking on the blame. Reflecting like this enabled me to bring my power back to me instead of continuing to give it away. I left that relationship, which was one of the hardest things that I had done, yet I knew that I needed to work on myself and I couldn't do it in the relationship. And it was one of those hard things that on the other side of it was a gift. And that gift was diving into this forgiveness work, which allowed me to be sitting in a booth in a restaurant across from my ex, that same one who I almost drove into the semi-truck over, and we were talking and catching up. We were getting along, not hating each other. I wasn't dependent upon him. And having him say, Brenda, the reason we are sitting here today is because of all the work. Let me say that again. And having him say, Brenda, the reason we are sitting here today is because of all the forgiveness work you've done. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have this relationship today. And I am so grateful but I still feel so bad for all the hurt I caused you. And he had tears in his eyes. And I was able to reach across the table, take his hands in mine, look him in the eyes, and say, Hey, I've already forgiven you. When are you going to forgive you? So the key here in being willing to see relationships as mirrors is to stop being blind to the things that exist right before our eyes. When we are willing to see our own reflection in the relationships we create, then the truths we have resisted seeing are no longer a mystery. They become conscious and we now have a choice to do something with this newly excavated information about ourselves. Because if we aren't able to live with ourselves, No one else can be expected to live with us and our behaviors, right? Come on, if we can't live with us, who can? What you most dislike in someone else is often the very thing you refuse to see in yourself. I heard someone share that. The more defended you are, the more insecure you are. The more open you are, the more secure you will be. The choice between them lies with you. Now, It's not easy to look in the mirror without wanting to look away or without seeing some sort of an illusion, but reality can be encouraging. At least we can be willing to be willing to look at it that way, and that's all we need to be, willing. The mirror of relationships never stops showing us the truth, no matter what our reaction or resistance is. Whenever we have a troubled reaction to a relationship issue, The mirror is showing us what we need to heal in ourselves first. Now, I want to give an example of how we can do this. I heard it explained by someone this way. It was a long time ago, and maybe it'll be helpful to you. They said that the healing can occur if you approach each experience as if you are watching a movie 
which is a movie projected from your soul. Because that's exactly why the mirror exists, from our soul so we can see what's been denied, repressed, and rejected. I know, it's crazy. Okay, so this exists to show us this, what's been denied, repressed, and rejected by ourselves until we are willing to see it. Nothing out there, no person, situation, or problem is there for any purpose other than to guide you where your soul wants you to go and learn from it. It wants the experience. So, when you go into a movie theater, you can be deeply moved by the movie, right? But you don't lose sight of the fact that the image you are watching is an image projected onto a screen. Now, not losing sight that the image is a projection onto a screen is you creating awareness. What that means in life is you can be deeply moved by what you see in the mirror of the relationship, whether it's positive or not so positive. Yet when you practice not losing sight of the reality that these images are projections for you to create awareness, it can become a little bit easier with practice. This is called witnessing or being the observer. And as you acquire the ability to witness or observe more of the mirror of these relationships in your life, your awareness grows and you no longer fear any reflection. Now, the benefit of that is you lose the need to blame others or to judge yourself. Isn't that powerful? Instead, you might find yourself celebrating in the knowing that every relationship in your life has a truth to bring you. What this does is opens the way for more peace, love, compassion, understanding, and freedom from fear. So, what is your mirror showing you? What positive aspects are being shown to you and by whom? What negative aspects are being shown to you and by whom? I've shared this exercise with you before and I find it super valuable, so I want to share it again. Think of the person that irritates and frustrates you. Write down on a piece of paper what are those behaviors and things that really bug you about them. Then take a moment and be willing to be willing to look at the reflection and see where are you doing that to yourself. Or maybe you're even doing it to others. This takes courage, my friend, and being rigorously honest with yourself. You can do this, and you will be so much better for it. Again, I want to share this exercise doesn't mean that they do not have growth to do themselves, and yet it in no way is it advocating for hurtful behavior. This is about you. It's learning to be the observer for you, because the only person you can control is yourself. Now, I encourage you, to heed this message because you do not have to continue to live in pain the way that I did. The world needs you right now to step into your power and shine your light. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy it, would you do me a favor and share this episode and then follow us on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss one episode of the Forgive Yourself podcast, where every Friday you will get tips, tools, and stories so that you can turn your pain into peace. Take care.